Hi, hello, welcome. How you doing? How you doing? Ooh, that was creepy. Yeah. I felt like you were eating a Tootsie Roll. Mm. I just had a Milky Way. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Straight Out of Nashville. What's up? I'm Zach. And I am Gabby. We call the show Straight Out of Nashville because... I am not straight, honey. The D is my best friend. <laughs> That's right. And I am not from Nashville, and I wish the D was my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> you got the cobwebs, child. <laughs> Although I will say you're wearing quite a Western shirt today, so you could hmm. be from Nashville. It's like plaid, and it's got like fringe on the shoulders. Uh, yes, yeah. I'm here for it's it. Very, Good job. Very comfy as well, I might add. Thank you. Top shop. Top shop. Top shop. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Always a pleasure. Today, we have got a incredible entertainer called Adley Stump. I am so excited to have her on. Like, I have known her, like, from the beginning where she mm-hmm. was on The Voice. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, completely changed career paths where she became, like, a Facebook creator and, like, became, like, a social influencer and made, like, these really funny parody videos. Yeah. So I'm excited to like talk to her about her journey on how she transitioned to that. She's really natural. Like I sometimes can have beef with, I'm going to air quote, influences because you just watch videos and it's like white noise. It's yeah. like it just tells you nothing. It gives you nothing. But they have the token vocal fry. Have you ever heard of that? No, what's that? It's like the Kardashians where they're like, so uh, I was yeah. like at the mall <laughs> and I went shopping. Oh my God, you should actually. To do a parody of that. <laughs> that could it's called be the vocal shtick. fry. So it's like fried. Fried. <laughs> Did I do it okay? It's hard that for was me. really great, Gabby. Fried. So I went yes. to the mall. And okay, I'm going to stop shopping. now. Um, Zach, I learned about, get ready for it, a redheaded slut. Is that your cousin or what? <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> or what exactly is a red-headed slut? Well, I thought you'd be proud of me. It's a drink. It's oh. a type of shot. Jaeger. Uh, oh, my God. Cranberry and peach schnapps. I just got acid reflux thinking about it. <laughs> oh, so I'm teaching you this. Yeah. I okay. like, have my ABC license, and I didn't know that, but I also hate Jaeger. I think it's like a kind of student sort of... Like a university shot. kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, exactly. Did you take yeah. one? No. no. Well, we'll get, in, <laughs> we'll get into that, me and my barfing. Uh, no, but I did attempt to go out on Saturday night and we went to this place called The Wilburn. It's like a dive bar in East Nashville. Okay. Um, and it's kind of like a hipster cheers. So, like, we were sat at the bar chatting with the bar staff and um, the barman told me about it. Were they cute? I mean, they were a cute couple. It was a boy and a girl, and I think they were together, but they were very cute. Yeah. Yeah. But he told me about this uh, red-headed slut, which is Jaeger, cranberry, and peach snaps. And I want to follow up and say, have you ever had a Lindsay Lohan? My ex is as tragic as Lindsay Lohan could have ever been, so I'm going to say yes, but in the (laughs) drink-wise, no. Okay. Do you know what a Lindsay Lohan is? I feel like it's like a vodka cranberry, because she's the most basic bitch on the planet. (gasps) Well, it's actually the same as a red-headed slut, but with Coke. (laughs) (laughs) I did (laughs) I didn't know if you mean like Coca-Cola for a second, because here in the South, we call Coke every soda. Right, no, no, think about it. It's the same as a redheaded Well, sort, I get it now, Gabby. <laughs> the barman told me that joke, and I like dined out on it all weekend. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. 
Oh, you can God. have that one, guys. You can have that one. You are, this is a gift to you. This is my gift of the gab. You're welcome. For the week. Is <laughs> <laughs> the Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I tried to go out on Saturday night. I went back to the farm. What do you mean you tried to go out? Oh, Zachary. So I... You either go out or you don't. You don't try to go out. Well, here's the thing. I'd, I'd, be, I'd been up early and I'd been to the farm, Green Door Gourmet, and got my farm box and extra stuff. And then me and my friend basically did some DIY. Okay, what did we make? We made an entertainment centre. Oh, because they broke yours in the move. Yeah, because this awful company that we'll talk about probably on next week's show yep. destroyed my the most expensive thing I have bought here in Nashville. And so I had to get another one, uh, not quite so big. And it ca- and it ca- I paid extra for the installation. I must have really bad luck here because the installation guy never showed. <laughs> Gabby, you need to like really read the fine lines. Well, this is through Wayfair, so you'd think. Do you think an online company that sells shit is going to send somebody to your house to set it up for you? Well, no, you pay extra. It gives you the option to pay extra for um, assembly. Assembly instructions. No, 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 for to have somebody come round, because I got email confirmation saying this person's coming round at 2 o'clock So why tomorrow. was he not there? Uh, he just didn't show in his time slot, and then it was really weird. I got this, like, text at, like, it was like, probably about 4 or 5, saying something about this is 2 o'clock, and I was like, clearly you can't tell the time, Did mate. Did you get your money back? Yeah, they've refunded me. Okay, good. Yeah. But me and my friend decided to do it, and it took us hours, so we didn't eat. And we were going out. And then um, I decided to try. I got given this box of samples of Kenny Chesney's different types of rums. Okay. So there was, I love my coconut. So there was Mm -hmm. all these like creamy liqueur, rum liqueurs. So I hadn't eaten. And then I mixed two of them. And the next thing I know, it's like the exorcist. (laughs) (laughs) Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Ew, don't (laughs) do that. Gabby. Oh, my God. I'm all shit on the chair. Yeah, and it was a full moon as well, so I think I just, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was definitely a full moon. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's that's been my adventures for the week. That sounds so exciting What have you. you been up to? Well, I also decided to go out on Saturday. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, why didn't you call me? Yeah, and so, like, here's the thing. <laughs> Is we have been saving up for a house for so long yeah. that I haven't really been out. Like I feel like I'm buying the house with you. I at know. This point. It's been such a long process. <laughs> yeah. And I'm always like, I'm at work, I'm doing this, I'm working, I'm making whatever. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go out and it had been so long that like people would come up to my table and be like, I didn't know you still existed. Like you are you okay? What are you doing out? And I'm like, am I just like a ghost now? Because it's been like six months <laughs> yeah. since I've been at the bar. Yeah. So apparently I got so be like, so hey, drunk. you really look like that DJ. Yeah. Is that good with it? Nobody's seen. Yeah. So, I mm-hmm. definitely went MIA. So apparently I got so like blackout that I left my credit card at the bar. Okay. So I had to go back this morning and like oh. walk in and be like, hi, I'm doing the walk of shame. <laughs> Do you have my credit card? Because I don't. Yeah. And when I walked in, she was like, you're actually the 13th person today to come back and get their credit card. Holy hell, what <laughs> bar were you in? It sounds like a fun place. I was at Tin Roof on Demumbrian. Uh, say no more. I know. Did you ask them, had they spoken to Adele recently? <laughs> <laughs> I should have. 
Where's Adela? Yeah. I thought she was performing during CMA yeah. Fest. Hello. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all I did this weekend. Okay. The Adventures of Zach and Gabby. Or Very Zabby. thrilling. Mm. Let's do That's My Jam. Okay. That's my jam. Jam! Hey, listen, guys. If any singer-songwriters out there, do us a little theme tune for That's My Jam. Yeah, that's all we're Please. asking for. Jam! Jam! <laughs> we should just do it. We have it. Are you ready? Three, two, one. That's my job. I killed it. Badly. I think I did great. I think you did great. <laughs> I wasn't quite, I wasn't there. Okay. What's your jam of the week? Okay, so my jam of the week is Lewis Capaldi. Okay. So he had like the number one song forever with Someone You Loved. And mm-hmm. he has a new song out called Before You Go. And I feel like I sound so good when I sing in the car to it. <laughs> so it's definitely my jam because I jam out every single day. So it's Lewis Capaldi Before You Go. All right, let's hear a little clip. Before you go, we'll be, be better off by now. If I let my come down. Okay, that's enough now. Before you go. Isn't it so good? Put it this way, if I had to curate a Spotify playlist of Zach Jams, I would nail it. Yeah, because they're all like <laughs> slit your wrist. I just want to yeah. cry when I hear them. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, do we I need to find you a therapist? Probably. <laughs> okay, well, my jam is you've gone very Zach and I'm going to go very Gabby. Is it a British pop band? No, a pop band. British rock band. A rock band. I thought you said pop. I was like, one, one erection. Are you deaf? <laughs> yes, I am yeah. deaf. We know this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have decided to support a local act again. This week, I'm going with Cage the Elephant's new record. Oh, you love them. I do love them. Uh, Hopefully, we're going to get them on the show. We are going to. Okay, that's it. Speak it into existence. Exactly. And the song is called Broken Boy, and it features Iggy Pop. Shut up. That's right. Tell me why there's no one to live in the skin. Tell me how I'm supposed to be forgiven. Gabby, stop air drumming. Oh, I like air drumming. Okay, so here's the thing that I think is really interesting about our jams. Yes. Is that, like, my personality is very vibrant, but I love, like, really fucking sad slit-your-throat songs. <laughs> and your personality is very, like, kind of monotone. Oh, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it dep- you're, it's, like, way more monotone than I am, but yet you, yeah. like, very upbeat. Yes, funky music and I'm like I think it's so interesting that we're so different mm, that's true actually I feel like that song I'm getting Berlin vibes have you ever been to Berlin no okay we're going to Berlin where is that in Germany okay so no I've never been there okay oh yeah that's right you know Gabby is your fairy godmother when it comes to Europe I know but here's the perks <laughs> of you is oh that- thanks yeah. <laughs> apart from yeah apart from my monotoneness yeah <laughs> So here's the perks of Gabby is that she was like born in like the UK and Europe. Mm -hmm. So whenever you're there, it's much cheaper and easier to fly between these different countries and like different provinces and whatever they are. Yeah. So like to fly from the US, it costs like $2,000 to even fly over there. So no, I've never been to Berlin, but have you ever been to Kansas? 
Well, let's go to Kansas. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I wasn't judging you. I was just asking how you been to Berlin. Judged. Well, I mean, dude, there's a f- freaking awesome gay scene in Berlin as well. There's a great gay scene in Kansas. <laughs> oh, don't black. Let's go to Kansas. <laughs> no, I, I mean, listen. My experience living in the States and I've totally just scratched the surface. You know, you go, you fly somewhere, you're a couple of hours away and it's a completely, it's like being in a different country. It really is. Yeah, which I don't think a lot of British people quite have get their heads around, you know, unless they come here and experience yeah, it Yeah, like you can fly to a completely different city and it's like a completely different country. It's a wild. A million percent, yeah. And yeah, I, I, when I lived in England, I was very lucky that I could pop over to anywhere in Europe and it's the same. It's like a couple of hours away and... Anyway, whatever. So we're going whatever. to Kansas. So <laughs> <laughs> of all the places, why Kansas? I don't know. I'm just thinking of the Wizard of Oz. I mean, let's do it. Click your heels. We might as well. <laughs> There's no place like home. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I've got loads to ask our guest today. Same. Honestly, like I'm so excited to hear her story. So I feel like we mm-hmm. should just like have her on. Yeah, I think we should jump straight into it. Let's just cut ourselves off. We have to, we have <laughs> yeah. to introduce Adley. This is Straight Out of Nashville with Zach and Gabby, and we are delighted to have today's guest in the studio, Adley Stump. Welcome. What's going on, guys? Happy to be to our treehouse. This is great. We're in the rock studio today. I feel like my face should be plastered on that wall because we have the same <laughs> hair. Because it's so big. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in the wrong decade. <laughs> uh, well, welcome. Thanks for coming in. You first shot to fame by being on The Voice, season two, with yes. Blake Shelton. I mean, no big deal. It feels like a <laughs> lifetime ago. Did I, did I ever tell you that was because of a dare? No. I was oh, in college and it was a dare for my sorority sisters to go on this karaoke show. And so drove really? through the night, chugging energy drinks after an intramural game. Long story short, went through the audition process. And I literally believe it's because of my story. I was that cheerleading sorority girl who didn't okay. know she could sing. And I really couldn't. I think if you look back on that time. Yeah. And I'm always so embarrassed when people find that out. Like, oh, you're on The Voice. I'm going to go back and watch your audition. Please don't. And I'm like, that's like telling a painter, oh, my God, you draw. I'm going to go look up the first thing you ever drew. In elementary <laughs> school, yeah. 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 So it was never like your desire to become a singer, a professional singer? No, loved music. Always been a performer. I was a cheerleader for 15 years. And my, mm-hmm. I've always had that type of personality. But no, never, never thought I was going to do that. So. So, do you know, it's really funny because a similar thing happened with me last week. Somebody no, asked no, you I to can't sing. sing. I can't sing. No. <laughs> my mum kept saying to me, you really need to go on um, The Apprentice. Oh. Because the UK version, you know the show. Yeah. She was like, oh, you know, because I'm, I'm always thinking of ideas of like mm-hmm. inventions or whatever. And she's like, you really need to go on that because we're all What's idiots. What's your best invention right now in your head? Like you think we oh, cannot okay. live without. Uh, well, I have it in my head, but I'm not telling you because... I know, I've got mine I've, too, but I don't want to say it no, because I, I believe in it so much well, yeah, I'm going to do it. Same. Say it right now because we can at least timestamp it so if somebody no. does it, we can sue them. I got, I got told, stamped. I've only told two people and one of them is in the industry and they said that I couldn't even put it down in case... Like it got plagiarized it's by that good. It's that oh. good. Dang, girl. That's right. <laughs> I'll sign an NDA. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> I 
this button for recording. Anyway, I so just to shut my mum up, I was like, Mum, I live in America. I'm not going to get on the British version of The Apprentice. Anyway, to shut her up, I applied. It took me like 10 minutes and then I got an email a few days ago. Shut saying, up! We'd like to invite you to London to come and sit down you're with going? the producers of the show. I'm like, full no, body chills. I'm Wait, not going. Gabby, um, you're going. Gabby, I know I just met you, but <laughs> the best things that ever happen to you in life are when you say yes to random opportunities. Yeah. Like, the best things, the most life-changing things. You're going. You can't close no, off not. those doors. Why would you not? Well, Why? For, for a start, I'm seeing my sister next week in Orlando, so, you, you know. See- gonna- <laughs> okay. Take her with you. Um, no, it's, well, I'm not going to move back to England for a start. And I just did it to shut my mum up because I was like, they'll never even respond to this, and which backfired. Gabby, anyway. I swear to God, I am so <laughs> mad at you because you don't have to live in England forever. You just go back and be on the TV show and then you come back home. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, Your life changes? For the better? <laughs> and you learn so much about yourself? And then you become rich? And you oh, grow this is a person? so bad for you. Listen, this isn't about me. Let's <laughs> focus on Adley, please. She hit my hot button, though. I this know, I'm so I, mad about I'm it. I'm fired up. <laughs> no, I want to hear your story on how you did it as a dare and then ended up, like, doing really well what on the What was your voice. audition song? Oh, Oh, God. Last Name by Carrie Underwood. Oh, let's hear it. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> I love that song. I actually know it. I'm proud of you because Gabby doesn't listen to country. Oh, uh, I try, but it's just I've got a lot to learn being from across the pond. For sure. And you're better for it. We, like, I don't know. It feels. It honestly feels like a lifetime ago. I feel like I've lived four lives since that. Do you ever look back at like... God, who are you seven years ago? That I don't want to talk about ago, it. Right? I don't want to talk about it. Like such a different person. I've tried yeah. so many things and failed so many times since then, so many different things, and also succeeded at so many different things since then. I think it's like a direct proportion to the amount of things that you try and taste and figure out what you like in life mm-hmm. and just continue to pivot um, until you till you get where you're going and you figure out what you can't live without. Well, clearly you can belt because <laughs> that's not a song that you, you know. That you can just like whisper, sing like exactly. Billie Eilish. Yeah. yeah, that would be yeah. my choice. Something really. So it's like, I'd be great at that. I would <laughs> kill it. really safe. I don't even know. That's not true. He can't whisper either. Yeah. I don't no, know why never. I said that. I'd, I'd, do, I'd do Eminem. I'd rap. Let's hear it. No. Okay. Again, everybody is shutting me down. Yeah, exactly. Hey! <laughs> you better never let it go. I'm here for it. <laughs> Loving it, loving it. Okay, so you surprisingly ended up on the TV show and then ended up on Team Blake Shelton. And then it was around then that you moved to Nashville. Was that because you were like, okay, if we're doing this, then? Yeah, I had a, you know this town. There's like record deals that aren't really record deals. I got, <laughs> yeah, yes. I got yes. conned into one of those. I signed away commercial rights to my name for life. Shut the <gasps> fuck up. To my name. Publishing for life. A seven album record deal, but it was in perpetuity. It wasn't like seven years and then you're oh, done. So it was it, just once like. Once you make seven albums throughout your life. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Then I could get out. I mean, it was just. <laughs> oh my God. It was Wait, the weirdest that, thing. So, like, like you'd have to like change your name by Depot then if you wanted to. Yeah. You'd be like, from now on, I'm going to so, be like, named out. Just so somebody that doesn't understand like the music industry or contracts, what does it mean when you say like you sign a commercial deal for life? Like they. Or I signed away rights to use my name on mm. my own. Without their, you know, the like, label's permission, uh, I couldn't monetize the Adley brand, and I dropped Stump a while back. 
people are like, what is so country? I'm yeah, like, it is. Yeah, but. <laughs> By the way, every time I see a commercial for Stumptown on TV, I think of you. Not stump grinding? No. Thanks. <laughs> That's I mean, usually what people think of me for. You're like Madonna or Cher. Yeah. It's just Adley. Yeah, yeah just Adley. Get the, so wait, get the stump it still gone there. for life? No. Oh, thank God. So yeah, uh, that's this town bankrupted me very, very, very quickly. It was the only way to get out of um, the contract, and I had racked up so much, like theoretical debt in a way that I, I couldn't move. I couldn't put gas in my car. I couldn't make money without permission. But it wow. got the green out of me so fast. So because and, I think, I think a lot of people that would like go on these shows expecting it to be life changing for the better and to mm-hmm. be like this is it this is how I'm going to make my I've millions made it, yeah. and and from what you're saying that it's like I mean look at most of the people that have been that have been on the voice you know it's an amazing platform I I truly do attribute it to most of my current successes having half that as a launching pad but mm-hmm. it's not the end all be all it's not the one single thing that's going to change your life right. but it's going to give you a heck of a platform yeah, I to have say, exposure. How do you to feel about The Voice versus American Idol? And I only say that because, like, being a fan of shows like that. Yeah. Like, whenever you think of American Idol, all I think about is Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood. Exactly. I mean, Jennifer Hudson has done really, really well for herself, mm-hmm. too. You have Daughtry. Daughtry has done well. But, like, The Voice, I have friends that have done well on The Voice that are still have, like, a sustaining career. But they don't have like headlining tours like right. other people mm-hmm. on American Idol. I think The Voice was first to, or the American Idol was first to market. So then that's the new like gold standard. And The Voice yeah. has right. yet to produce a superstar. It's per- produced careers for sure. Yeah. Um, and opened a lot of doors for a lot of people, but it has yet to produce a superstar right. the same size as yeah. uh, these that, other shows. It's exactly the same in the UK. Like we've got the X Factor that, you know, launched like One Direction and Leona Lewis and stuff. Yeah. And then we've got The Voice and it's like, I don't, yeah, episode, there's something about the, the swivelly red chairs. I can't, e- that I can't either. And I was on the damn yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> All I think about is Kelly Clarkson being on there. Yeah, yeah she was now. so she, season two. She was my mentor. Oh my god! So Blake was my coach, and he brought Kelly on as a mentor. Oh, and wow. so Kelly was my mentor. How was she working with her? The coolest, and you know what this means to say this because you'll meet so many people in this industry, yeah. and you're like, oh, you're so different, like in my mind, than you yeah. are as an actual human. <laughs> yeah. And she and Blake don't let you down. They are exactly who you think that they would be. And granted, mm-hmm. they're on, yeah. right? Like we're all yeah. on, uh, but on camera and off camera. And that's pretty much known about them around the board, um, or across the that. board, is that they are. She's awesome. Freaking I just want to be like her best friend and go drink wine on a Saturday night and just <laughs> hang out in her mansion. Perfect. Because I feel like that's where I belong is in a mansion somewhere. Oh, you! I've got a cool short story about Blake from the show. <laughs> I so. thought you were gonna say I have a cool mansion, and I was you like, can come I'm over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell us about Blake. One of our Airbnbs. Yeah, one of mansion. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Combine them, baby. <laughs> Stack them on top of each other. We've got um, or Blake. There was one night where he took all of his team over to this mansion that him and Miranda at the time had rented. They were staying mm. at there in L.A., and he got a barbecue spread for everybody. And mm. so everybody goes through the line. It's just kind of get to know you, hang out, really casual and really exciting. And we went. everybody went through the barbecue line and sitting down chairs, finding places to sit. And he went through last, and there's, like, no place else to sit. And he just plops down right on the stone floor and, like, looks up at everybody and just sat right there and just... Eight, started picking on a guitar and just yeah. that's like such Super a gentleman humble. too though is yeah. to go last yeah 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 to go last and then just I'll just sit no right butts here on the about floor, it bitch. I'm gonna yeah. sit my butt right here yeah. on the stone Aww. and just yeah that's, that's cool, really man. sweet I have no ego about it 
Very cool. Yeah. We ended up touring with him two, my God, two and a half years ago now. He did a mid, small to mid-sized market stadium tour and did college stadiums. Okay. Like Iowa, Penn State, Florida State, stadiums like that. Uh, so four years after I was on the show, we got to go back and be the baby act. That's And it was so like cool. T.R., Blake or Zach Brown, and it was different every time. And those stadiums based on who the the college wanted to bring in. Yeah. Um, well, but he's still that guy who will bring you along or approve it. Yeah. You know, four years down the line, and I just I don't have enough good things to say about him. That's like a family member. Mm-hmm. I love uh, that. Yeah. We have vodka, yeah. Adley. We got to do just, our shots. Okay. Gabby said she can't do shots today because she threw up last night. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I would buff again. Well, as they even... say in the furniture business. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh. <laughs> it took the blonde a it minute. It took me a hot yeah. minute. I'm like, why did they say cheers in the... Cheers. <laughs> I hate you so much. I know. <laughs> Pinky up, keep it classy. Okay. It well, is. While, it already was. While you're doing your shots, sticking with the music for a bit it's longer, a you've opened up for, as you mentioned, Blake, but also Chris Young, Jake Owen, Tim McGraw, Big and Rich, all these incredible artists. So... You must have like been doing music for a while before the focus shifted to being a social media entertainer. It was, uh, yeah. If I've been here, I've been here eight years. I mean, it was six and a half of them. It was really about six, seven months ago where one of my mentors was like, I was given this opportunity with Facebook just to create for Facebook and brands on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. And I was splitting my time everywhere, just kind of being the thing I preach against, which is being a little bit of good at so many things. Like I would mm-hmm. never be like, Zach, oh my God, you gotta come hear this girl. She's like a little bit of good, but like at everything. Yeah, You'd be like, no, this girl <laughs> kicks ass at this, her guitar, like what is that unique selling yeah. point that is gonna be your breakthrough? Right. And that's always what I would t- like tell people when, when they ask. That's what my for- boyfriend told me when we first started dating, was that he was a jack of all trades but a master of none of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it like it totally hits home. It's and makes really sense. hard to break through that because it's just branding. Yeah, right. You want to when you're describing that person to somebody, and I'm still bad at it. Right? He asked me what I did earlier, and I'm like, that's such a hard question for me to answer because there's so many different versions. Depends on the day. Of, yeah, yeah, depends on the hour. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, this the foundation of it all now would be entertainment, Facebook, and I had to make that transition. And chose to make that transition from being the singer, like, I just want to be the next biggest country music singer. And when my mentor challenged me with that, like, do you want to be that? Is that who you want to be? And I answered honestly. I was like, not really. It just, I kind of fell into this roadmap based on the past events. But I, I, I'm more of a marketer than that. I'm more of a personality rather than waiting for a suit behind a desk to give me permission to be successful. I've always been more of the person who's going to give notice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the Adley show then on Facebook. So they approached you directly and said... A publisher, so much like the music industry, yeah. I always like, oh, I want a publisher. Well, now I have a publisher, but it's f- through Facebook. So he's an individual, and he's actually the largest single individual influencer on Facebook, even though his face isn't everywhere. I know you would recognize his, his videos. Who but is he, it? Rick Lax is his name. But you've seen his videos, my, whether, it's, whether it's magic. Last week, in four days, he did 160 million views on one video about energy drinks. <laughs> what? Energy Energy drink hacks. I mean, he's a monster, an absolute monster. And I feel so privileged to learn from him and that he saw something in me about two years ago 
and has just guided me through this process and helping me strip away a lot of these self-limiting beliefs or things that had kind of kept me in a box. Like what, if you don't mind me asking? Like what has held you back? For a long time, I was like subscribed to this mentality of what I told the world I was going to be once, which is this country music singer. So I started making videos that were like the parody videos and trying to find some way to blend these two worlds. Because I have this crazy, unique opportunity with Facebook Mm -hmm. and we have an Instagram network um, that we have like 55 million owned followers there. And I live in this like underground Insane. world of like Facebook and Instagram, but still trying to say, how does that make sense with my day to day life as like this country music singer? Well, I feel right. like the hardest and, part is especially being like in the entertainment industry and like seeing influencers already on social media. Yeah. And like you see beauty influencers, you see all these people doing these things, making money and like having hundreds of thousands of followers and mm-hmm. like. Maybe if I do what they do, then I will have, like, their following. And it's, so I feel like I commend then, you for finding, like, your own path thanks. in, yeah. like, the social media realm. Because you it's very easy to copycat the, like, portfolio that's already been given to you by all of these successful people. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, it sounds make like, your own, I'm like, good for you, girl. It sounds thanks. like, though, you already had a huge network when they approached you. Of, Here's like, what happened. And this is my favorite story to tell because it's still my North Star. Okay. So this Instagram network is a friend of mine who who owned it and he ran it and I was still just in this country music world and he was like you're you're bigger than what your mentality is is doing for you right now, you know? And I've always had a vision to see outside my circumstances, but I was being a little bit blinded by just being here in this town and not surrounded by anybody that mm-hmm. I could look at and be like, "Man, I want to do exactly that too and it's possible for me." Yeah. Right mm-hmm. here. And there was real no pavement for me there either. So I knew there was an opportunity, like a blue ocean, but I couldn't figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "I um they have it was like best vines, no chill comedy, uh, best videos, a bunch of ones that just repost a lot of meme videos and they were trying to find unique ways to integrate advertisers in without just blatant ads but have an influencer that you see their face all the time to make it more seamless. Okay. And so I had Yeah. So I turned around my assignment was to turn around mm-hmm. a sixty second vertical high quality video mm-hmm. every day. You had the biggest Vine stars in the world at that time not even doing a video a day. That's a lot yeah. of work. Six, I, so yeah, coming up with the ideas that are good enough yeah. for a 50 million audience is hard enough. <laughs> and then shooting it, editing it, being behind the camera, being in front of it, losing all the footage. Because I don't know what I'm doing. I've never edited, lit anything, done any of that in my life. So I was just going through it, recognized the opportunity was amazing. But I'm terrible at this. So what did I do? I looked at everybody else and what they were doing, all these big Vine stars, and I just started copying what they were doing. Yeah. And it came across so inauthentic because it was. Right. And one night I was so frustrated. And I, it was midnight, and I had lost all the footage from that day because I don't know what I'm doing. And I, it was corrupt. I had the wrong <laughs> setting. Lost it all. I was supposed to turn it into my 6 a.m. And then I'd had to come up with something in the next couple hours shoot it edit it do all that and then do it again the next day and i'm just exhausted i don't know what i'm doing it doesn't feel real to me but this is a great opportunity so i was like why was i given this right and uh my boyfriend at the time <clears throat> he walked in the room and he was like dad first of all have a beer necessary <laughs> yep calm down yeah calm down it's gonna be okay second of all we had all these chickens in the backyard it was like chick norris Hennifer Aniston, Little Jimmy Chickens, <laughs> um, like Ellen DeHeneris. We had, yeah, so many, so many of these chickens and these mean, punny names. <laughs> there are all these ins. I mean, I'm already in. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like also, why the this fuck did you have going? chickens in your backyard? I know, why yeah. Why not? Did you live on a farm? No. 
Just had a little bit of laying in the backyard, and they're they're the funniest looking chickens. They were great. We had one of them. We had one of them. I think it was Ellen DeHenneris that we thought she was a hen, and then she turned out to be a rooster. Yes. And we called him. We had to change her name, obviously, so we named him Bruce Henner. <laughs> Shut up. And he was amazing. my best friend. Bruce Henner was a badass. Bruce him and Chick That's Norris. Amazing. Um, but okay. So did up, you film something with the hens? Yeah. So my boy was like, "Just go get the chickens. Go do something with them." So we just improv this little thing. I put these chickens in a bathtub. <clears throat> you um, you put all the chickens in a bathtub. The chickens. Did chickens swim? No. Okay. That was. Oh my god! Did the they crap line, everywhere? <laughs> um, they must we, have crapped everywhere. Oh, they did. Oh, oh they yummy. did. But it was just a, a 40 second bit of me <laughs> in the bathtub with these chickens and my boyfriend being like, What the heck are you doing with all these chickens in the bathtub? It really wasn't that funny, but I thought it was kind of funny. It, it was authentic. Hilarious. I turned it in. They were like, All right, this is weird, but it's the only thing you turned in, so we'll do it. And it did 19 million views overnight. <gasps> Grew me 100,000 followers on my fan page. Oh, and my God. I was like, Okay, well that's easier. Yeah, for one, <laughs> than living Let's out of a van and, make shit and touring. <laughs> yeah, I was me though. Like that was the difference. I wasn't trying to be anybody else. I just yeah, was. Yeah. I improv stuff. I was just let my own personality shine through. I love those chickens. They made me so happy. And it turns out other people, one love animals, love seeing other people because all the comments were, "Oh my God, this is so me, babe." This is me. I'm getting all these chickens. Or this is so you. Yeah. I'm doing yeah, this tonight. Yeah, yeah. Those were all the comments. It was relatability. Yeah. And just authenticity. Well, from your videos, it looks like you have a blast. From the ones that I've seen, it, it looks like, you <laughs> it, know. <laughs> it is like, a lot of fun. I will say yeah. my favorite video today is the fucking hot tub in the middle of your living room. And also okay, the so follow-up to it. There's a running it. theme then. Yes. Bathtub. <laughs> Bathtub. Water in inappropriate places. <laughs> I think my favorite was actually the follow-up to it when you had to start draining the hot tub from your apartment and you couldn't Ugh. get, like, the hose to run from the water. What outside. the hell is a siphon? Yeah, so you had to start, like, <laughs> bucky, like using buckets to get water. Yeah, <laughs> I was buckets dying. of water. Like, yeah, I didn't think that far into it. I ordered the hot tub when I was drinking a ton of wine, so I didn't... um Plan it all the way out. I was I literally I dying. That was like my favorite video to ever exist. That's mm-hmm. still, I think, my favorite yeah, video. Yeah, it was so funny. It was so funny. And when that, it's the more authentic I am in mm-hmm. the videos and quit thinking about what everybody else wants me to be or is thinking or what they loved in the past. And I just do what actually makes me laugh and smile. Yeah. That's my humor. Yeah. Those are the things yeah. that, that perform the best. And so that, the chickens in the bathtub as the starting point <laughs> yeah. has always been one of like, my North Star is Chick Norris. Always go back to chickens if all else fails. Yeah, if all else in my North Star I tell you is what, chickens. it never failed me. Amazing. So do you prefer, would you say, entertaining people on social media or entertaining them performing like a gig mm. at a show? That's, that's, a, that's a great question. I feel like... It's like mega churches almost in a way. Like online, you're able to cast such a wide net and be appealing to so many different people. You're yeah. a way cuter but then, Joel Osteen. Congratulations. But, <laughs> <laughs> right? But then when then you're in the small group, you're in the inner circle, then you're out, you actually come to the shows. Yeah. You actually come to the meet and greets. You do you do that stuff. Um, and I do a lot more of like intentional videos, like more just stuff that I I question myself a lot based on like what I'm doing right now is very fulfilling to me. It is very fulfilling. I'm so full of joy and I wake up every day very excited to do my job and I treat it as such. Mm -hmm. Uh, But is it meaningful? 
And when I started asking myself that question of do I want to just make silly Facebook videos for the rest of my life? No. But when I see and hear the stories of people come up to me saying that they were stuck in a hospital and they just binge watch my videos all the day and they have tears in their eyes and that I somehow through my videos, they felt that they were given permission or given the confidence to believe in their own authenticity and abilities. That's the why. I have goosebumps. That is the overall message. So as much as I love doing it online, when I get to meet people in person, whether it's on tour or at Top Golf or wherever <laughs> yeah. it is, yeah, um, that's that's the driving factor. And when I start to get away from that with videos that <clears throat> are less authentic, I quickly got to snap back into why am I doing this in the first place? Really quick question, because I know that a lot of like influencers make money via social media by brands that are paying them to post. Mm-hmm. So how do you find yourself like incorporating brands and still saying like staying authentic to yourself while representing the brand? Because I know that there's like copy points and instructions and all of these things from brands that they're like, we want you to do this, this and this and that. Yeah. Like, how do you stay to be like, yo, I'm Adley, and, but I'm also like representing this brand? I think it's all in the tact and making it seamless. Um, So most of the brand deals that I do, you would not recognize them as a brand deal. And it's being selective about what what fits for you. So there was this um, at-home laser hair removal thing. And when we're not speaking just to my direct audience, for the most part, because it's Facebook, maybe 2% of people who follow me are the actual viewers on the video. It gets shared and shared and shared and shared and shared. So all these millions of people that aren't following me are seeing it, right? So they don't care about me repping this brand. Okay. They want to just have exposure to the brand. So we did (laughs) this laser hair removal product and we did this whole three minute long bit about this this product and the whole bit was that Blake was going to try to make me laser hair my eyebrow and we're just in this full on <laughs> wrestling match and I'm talking to him about boundaries and no, backing off no, and I Blake don't have an eyebrow issue just like her boyfriend Blake <laughs> yes. Yes. honestly it's hotter I'll, I'll second that motion yeah, yeah. well fiance fiance we'll now which that. we'll get to I'm still we'll not to used to that I know word. To that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back to the laser hair so he did, but, you did yeah, so we did this whole bit and I mean it got several million views and all so many comments are what is this what is this device i didn't have to try to sell it i didn't have to try to sell the hot tub and we sold hundreds of those hot tubs i didn't know that was an ad God, it, it wasn't but it i got should have yeah been. that's wild well, i would have made so many commissions <laughs> you you could have made so much money i know <laughs> i should have just dropped a referral amazon link something um wow but so we usually do it really seamless like that so if there's a product there and then I'll, I'll still do it on on Instagram stories, and mostly where I like to do it. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll just talk about my favorite stuff all the time, just your natural and your eating stuff. But I rarely do it like a a paid. I, I feel like Instagram stories are easier because they expire in twenty four hours, and they don't just mm-hmm. live there nonstop. And like Instagram stories feel more in real time. So if yeah. you're like sitting at home, you're like, oh my god, I just like put on this face mask. I had a really rough day. I'm just like laying out. So it feels like way. And more this is my natural. favorite one because it feels like yeah. Yeah, it feels like somebody just jizz on my face, and it's like so thick and creamy. <laughs> oh I'm gonna go watch tax uh. Instagram stories. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> I've got a couple companies that I've turned down. I might send your way. <laughs> Please do. Please do. I will do anything they say. If the check is right, Zach Woodward will do it. I've got, we'll talk. We we'll talk after this. I've got, I got some people for you. What is the craziest deal that you've turned down? Ooh. You don't have to say the brand, but like what did they want? Just a general idea of what the product was. 
sex stuff. Whether like it was sex like toys, yeah, or like you know Viagra type, like Hims type stuff, Blue Chew, um, tobacco ads aren't really me. Yeah. Weed, just stuff that my audience would be like, "What are you doing?" I feel <laughs> you like know, and then I lose all credibility. Though. Yeah, that's yeah. just you work so hard to build this relationship, and then the second you lose their yeah. trust and that authenticity, they're like, they just they you they're lose gone. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people, that's not worth it. People can smell it can't they when it's oh my gosh yeah. it's just a like forced, in person like you get that yeah, vibe off somebody yeah. in the first 10 seconds it's just like innate call it aura call it whatever you want but it's just a vibe yeah. Yeah. that you can tell whether or not somebody's being real pretty quick yeah and same thing I just got like anxious I'm like what do you think am I being real or not always <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah nobody asked the question <laughs> if Zach is being his authentic self <laughs> he will let it all hang out well I speaking before, of being yes. your authentic self let's talk about your proposal video which was the <clears throat> cutest damn thing I've ever seen so that happened recently when did you get engaged <gasps> November and okay. Blake Blake like organized for the whole thing to be filmed without you knowing God bless that boy he was like <laughs> I would have done it a year ago had I known it did like I knew it needed to be videotaped and like good because right. I knew you were gonna post it you know and so he I feel I mean, terrible that he felt all this pressure <laughs> Where yeah did the you boy knew who he was asking he got it yeah, from three yeah, angles yeah. and a drone shot yeah. good for him I know I'm really impressed yeah but I thought it was really cute the way he said you'd had well he did it on your what would have been your father's birthday yeah and um You'd had a row that morning, but he was like, I'm still going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, day. I love it, too, because, yeah, we got in a big argument that morning. Like, the and we do coming. not argue. Like, we are what both very easygoing people. I can't say. Yeah, he <laughs> tried to do it in the butt, didn't he? How did you know? I'm kidding. I just know you so well now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... God, it's something stupid, uh, yeah. right? Because it's never about the issue. It's about yeah, it's not yeah, about yeah. the it's Reese's about Pieces. It's because you ate the Reese's Pieces and I asked you not to. And it's yeah. about me not feeling heard because I was never listened to as a kid. It's never yeah. about the issue, <laughs> right? So God knows yeah. what it was. Um, but yeah, we had gotten an argument that morning and he just kind of, I look back now, he had this smirk on his face the whole day and he loved it <laughs> kind of as much as I do because right. it's not about... Did you notice about... the rose petals, by the way? You know when you're just walking and you're like, you're chatting away and it's oh, like... Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking across half a mile of rose petals <laughs> towards an arbor. And you didn't notice that? That's so what I do as I well. I even point out the drone. I'm... <laughs> and what I said was, wow, of all these wine wineries that we've been to that have such antiquated marketing, these guys are really up on it. <laughs> <laughs> my brain and he's like yeah okay yeah they yeah. sure are honey and I even said I said well smile stand up straight and smile we might be on a commercial <laughs> shut up <laughs> I, did. I did I was not in that mindset at all right so you'd had absolutely no idea that he was gonna get <laughs> no what no. did he say when he got on one knee I'm so glad he videoed it because I don't know you blacked out oh god yeah I 100% would too because you don't yeah. think you like you think about that moment right what it would possibly feel like and then when it just happens you're this isn't it. Yeah. yeah. I like, asked him also really when he got happening? down on one knee if he tripped. I'm yeah. like, surely this is not meant for me. Like, this is not that <laughs> moment for Adley Stone right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he just, he thought his head, he had tears in his eyes. And I think, I think he said, would you do me the biggest honor of my life and be my wife? Stop. Or something like that. It, I think so I only rhymed cute. it. because I'm, I'm going to cry. I mean, it was... It was very surreal. And then Where I heard people you? cheer Napa. Oh, no big deal. At sunset. Uh, then I hear people cheering. But you know when you see a proposal like happen, you're like, ah, 
everybody just cheers. Yeah, you I just cheering. thought they were random people. And he goes, that's your mom. That's your brother. That's my. That's our family. I'm like, in Napa? <laughs> and then I see them come down. Then it's real. Then it's like. Oh my gosh, that just happened. I would still be crying to this day. I'd be like, did I I dream that? Did that happen? (laughs) I've got the the picture right on our fridge. I see it every morning. I just remind them of like... So, As nothing else matters, you know, this is what it's all for. Like, you can have all the riches, you can have all the fame, you can have whatever. And uh, yeah. we continue to build, like, as you focus on your career so much every day, yeah. and where you want to get in life, you want to get those things to feel more love and more validation. And if we would just stop and, like, look around us half the time, yeah. we would realize that we already have it. And all these little decisions that we make all the time to try to get more of what we don't think that we have yet that we crave so desperately yeah. is going to take us away from this thing that we already have. I will say gonna that I have it. like met and hung out with Blake multiple times and it makes me so excited to see like somebody in the same industry and like going through the same struggles every single day and like to see you have a partner that is so fucking supportive of every single dream that you have. Like he's like, baby, you want to do it? Let's do it. Yeah. Like, he, he will literally fucking jump off a bridge yeah, to he's like, create your you dream. Yeah, he's like, you want me to... Like, he is just You want me to lace your eyebrow? Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> he's such a good dude. He is the best man that I've ever met. Like, I mean, without no fail. Offense. And Thank I think... <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Don't take it personally. No, I love him more than myself, so it's fine. I know. So, me too. so how did it, you meet then? How long have you been together? We've been together two and a half years. And he had no social media when we met. Like nothing. So oh, I thought I was being catfish. Like, and so on our first date, I'm like vlogging, and he's like, "What is this for?" <laughs> <laughs> and we were just polar opposites. And to your point, he has been the most incredibly supportive, like so supportive, and person. like understands you as a business and as a person. Yeah, which is so cool. And doesn't doesn't hold me back. Does he want to be in the videos all the time? No, because he's like comes home and it's like a second job for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that's I don't blame him for one. You didn't second. answer where you met him. I feel like this is. Did you meet oh. him at Kroger? Close in the meet meet in the meet <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> at CRS You're week. Like I fancy that sausage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Well played. Uh, it was CRS week, so I was playing shows. Yeah. And I was playing at the Omni, and we were headed to the Lexus Lounge. So for CRS week, you have every country radio programmer, all the Zacks and Gabbies of the world yep. in town. Um, and you just play a lot of short little shows for him. So I had invited him to the first one, and he wasn't there. <clears throat> like, that's fine. So I've got our whole little entourage. We're walking down the street at, from the Omni towards Bridgestone Arena, and I hear Adley. And I turn around and I see this like gorgeous angel of a man walking across the street. This is like you're in euphoria. It was, I'm not kidding. I don't remember shit. And I remember exactly what he was wearing. It is like etched in my mind. And I never do that. If I could see through his navy (laughs) pants, I bet they were pink. (laughs) Okay, noted, noted. Um, But he he was like, did I miss your show? I'm like, yeah, but we're headed to another one. You can, you got to come now though. Like we're walking and it's like the Lexus lounge was listed. I I said, I can probably sneak you in as a guitar tech, but come on, you got to go now. (laughs) Right. And he came with and I was like, here's our sponsors. Here's my friend. Be nice to these people. And here's a hot dog. (laughs) I'll see you in an hour. And I didn't know till two months into dating after that, when he had seen us walking across the street, he jumped out of his car, left it running in the middle of the street. And I'm like, you got to come now. So he's like. Looking back at his truck, all right, and he just comes with me. He left his fucking car running in the middle of the street. And it got towed. (laughs) (laughs) This is a Nicholas Sparks rom-com if I've ever heard of one. Are you kidding me? I know. 
And he was like, Somebody right. could have just jumped in and drove off. Did you pay for his it. tow bill? No. You owe him. I do. Yeah. Well, thank God it paid off for him. Yeah. <laughs> we ended up here. But I know. Yeah. He didn't tell me until two months in of dating because he didn't want to sound desperate. Like, yeah, I just left my car running in the street. Yeah. But because what he was knew. he going to do? He I'm like, well, I got to go pay for a bill. I got to go do something because I made it very clear. Like, you're walking with us. Come on. We got to go. Assuming yeah. he had already parked. But why wouldn't he call somebody and be like, yo, my car's in the middle of the street. Come move it. <laughs> he was new to town and he didn't know anybody in downtown Nashville. I need his phone number so he can or, call me at just any time. Say my car's just running. Oh, but then he'd have to give the. He's probably been like, "I'm cool, I'm cool, man." Oh, hey, yeah, because like, he kept his key, so no one could just jump in and uh, take the tray. Okay. Uh, he thought about it a little bit. Okay, but yeah, yeah, I love that story. I mean, yeah, he uh, is such a good man. Shut up. That's, I know. That's I know. So I think of the best relationships. I realized this, and when each person feels like they're the lucky one. Yeah. Like yeah. I. I wake up every day and I'm like, how the heck did I get Blake Kinsman to love me? And he surprisingly feels the same way, <laughs> that he thinks he's outpunted his coverage. Yeah. And so both of us feel like we're the luckiest person and feel like we pulled one over on the other one for making them agree to marry us. I love That's that. So, um, sweet. so have you set a date for the wedding? We have not. We're, I'm just um, saying I, taking we th- are expecting invitations. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Well, so I already have my outfit picked out. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be... Lingerie. I can't... Obviously. Yeah. We have signed on for a show concept about it. Uh, like a TV show? Yes. About your wedding. Mm-hmm. With so, Facebook? With like say yes to the dress? So every wedding show out there is all about the commercialized details. It's all about the dress. It's all about the venue. It's all about the stuff that doesn't actually matter Fuck when it no. comes to saying I do. You don't even remember it from what no. I hear. But that's all what it's about. And in this Instagram social media world that I live in, mm-hmm. comparison against the quality of your life, against strangers on the internet, is like at an all-time high. Right. And we remember what it's like growing up without social media and comparing our lives to others. Barely, but we do. Hardly. Mm-hmm. That, right, no. But this group that's right below us, this age group right below us, that is all they know. Mm. And you see so many brides just posting like this Instagram version of love that is just not real. Mm. And I don't want to. And I cannot. I'm laughing already because I can imagine. So what are you going to do? I just can't perpetuate that narrative is no, it gonna with be our own, own story. Show about your real life versus like, oh, here's a magical fantasy fairy tale and we're all fucking unicorns. This is great, (laughs) sweetie. We're doing a blind wedding. So we have somebody, our closest friends and family are planning everything and we're going to show up to our (gasps) wedding the day of not knowing or having planned a single detail. A single detail. You're an evil genius. And they're going to document the whole process of planning it. What do we like? What do we, they and just putting this whole thing together. We show up for one big reveal. I love this. I do too. I'm so excited. Can you make sure we're part of the blind wedding guests? Yes, I will tell. Literally, they've That's kicked right. me. It was my idea. Well, my friend Kayla Kinney, she's an amazing wedding planner, vendor in town, has a venue, and she was over juicing at my house one day. <laughs> she was like, you know what I've always wanted some bride to let me do is plan the whole thing. They just show up the day of, and it's done. That's I'm like, my That's fucking my, dream come true. That's my dream my come true. Dream, I said, yeah. sign me up. When my day comes, well, fast forward four months later, I've been percolating on this, right? I've been <laughs> thinking about it. I'm like, of all the micro stories that I tell, yeah. this is the best story that I could ever tell. Yeah. It's something meaningful. What does it actually mean to say I do? What is the whole reason behind all this when it comes yeah. to human relationships? It's not about the fucking flowers or what you wear or whatever else. It's, it's about, about why you're there why you're to there. say I do. Yeah. 
Yes. So the title is As Long As He Is There, because that's what I told her. I said, ah! as long as he is there, no other detail matters to me. That, that is, is it. amazing. So I'm going to die. <laughs> I swear to God, my hair has goosebumps. Like, <laughs> and he's bald, so that's saying yeah. a lot. <laughs> so that's, that's what's in the works. Oh, I, that, is the, that is like, like, I can't even think of another girlfriend that's like me, where it's like all about the big wedding and, you know, the the bridesmaids. Yeah. And I just get stressed. And I'm, I'm, as we were talking about before, I'm single, but like, so it's a long way away. But single like and not really ready to mingle, shall we add? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like the thought of the whole like wedding just makes me really anxious. And I'm yeah. like, I don't want to choose who's out of all my friends is going to be a bridesmaid. And I don't know what flowers I like. I'm not a flowery person. Like, just bring something pretty. I don't yeah. care. And I'm like, I'd, I love the idea of like being married to the person that you love and, and you know, that's having it. That's your life together. That's my only focus that day. Nothing else. Yeah. And the people closest to us get to pick. And my friends could plan a better wedding with their eyes closed I was than I say, could with like 110% yeah. effort. I just want effort. you to know, can I please be in charge of your wedding dress? I used to work for a bridal designer. And I will. I, I actually hook think you up. You actually. He I'll introduce really you to that. our friends that are that are. I need to be yeah. in charge of your wedding dress. Zach is an excellent stylist. I believe that. I'm ready. Yeah. I, I, you wouldn't know it by looking at him right this second. I'm wearing but he, he does have good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I only say that because I just wanted to like be involved in planning Blake's outfit, and oh. I was thinking like a jock strap and like sequin bow tie. Well, they're actually going to pick the groom for me too, so I don't even know. Who's <laughs> picking everything. Depends well, that's on a the whole day. different TV yeah. show. Yeah, that is so right? cool, though. Yeah, I'm really excited because I believe, like, like you said, so many other brides just we want to be a bride. Oh my god, yeah. Like, but, what if there was more brides that wanted to sign up to do yeah. this later? And then you have season two. Well, here's season my, three, season four. I'm your Chris Harris, being like, hey, you can be. The I host. know what you're going through. I've done it before. We're gonna be the whole Here's, here's my theory on, on this, though. Here's my theory on why not okay. most girls like you know, love to do all that stuff. I think, I'm just speaking for myself here and maybe you as well, Adley, that like when you work in air quote show business and your job is to be an entertainer, then that's just another day where, you know, you get the attention. But like for the majority of people who are in occupations, you know, healthcare or whatever, whatever, mm -hmm. like I'm so healthcare came to mind because I'm thinking of my sister, but like for them, that's where they get to be the star and, you know, right. wear the big gorgeous Oscar worthy gown and all that stuff. So I'm like, maybe it's a little bit to do with. I feel like oh, that cool. part is like 110% like, right. Cause I had that me. conversation <laughs> with somebody yesterday and that's their first time ever really in the spotlight Yeah, and to have that moment to shine and yeah. really show who they are. Are yeah, and have the have the attention, and I just I don't want to be another one of those. I hate the word influencer, but somebody that has a profile that people look at sometimes, and like compares themselves to this because when I see other bridal posts, I'm like, that doesn't offer much value to your audience. It's very self-centric. And with almost yeah. everything that I post, I ask myself, I run it through this filter of what value does this add to the people that are going to see it? Mm -hmm. When they come to my profile, I look at my stories, they expect to laugh or be encouraged or smile or feel motivated in some way. And anything mm -hmm. else is not in my, that's not in my I life. will say mm -hmm. within the, like the, probably the last 18 months, I've seen you like make the conscious effort of being more like motivational and like showing people what the purpose is in life. And mm -hmm. like that is so cool to me to see people on that platform versus like, you know what makes you money and you know mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. what you can sell on Instagram and what people want to see. But like mm -hmm. to see you be like your authentic yeah. self and show motivation and show your actual <laughs> 
personality is like yeah. so much more relatable and like so cool to me as a human. <laughs> that means like, a like, lot, yeah. especially coming from somebody like like you that lives so authentically. Yeah, but I'm like these things are pouring into me, even if it's a meme that made me laugh. I want to share that. Hundred percent. Like I've had to do so much work on rewiring my brain and reformatting the inputs that I put in because otherwise we're just walking like dodging arrows of what everybody else is putting at us rather than being very conscious of what messages we're listening to. Well, can I ask you what your thoughts are on TikTok? Because that seems to be the next thing that's blowing up. And I saw a video on your TikTok where you were feeding a parrot, was it, out of your mouth? Y'all, I showered with that parrot today. I'm in the shower, obviously naked, showering. The bird comes flying through (laughs) in the shower. And I'm like, oh my God, gets on my shoulder. He starts showering too. He starts dipping <laughs> his head in, up. dipping his tail oh feathers God, in. That... I'm like, okay, okay only so... one of us is washing our hair, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah like, uh, what what was he eating out of your mouth? On one oh, of the he videos? was just kissing. Oh, you were baby. But it was something him. on your tooth. Yeah, it was something oh, on your tooth. He, he just was... it wasn't in my tooth. He just he's my toothpick. He's my um. Oh, he wants to. <laughs> God, I don't. Does he this just parent live with you. We're fostering him. We fostered four pigs earlier this year, baby pigs. We fed them milk. It was amazing. They were so cute. That oh, that's. I think people only follow me half the time because there's always a random animal that we. Yeah, hundred percent. That's like, yeah. where the hell did you get? It's like, what we the had, fuck is next? Po- I saw pocket hippos were a thing. They're Shut hip- up. I had one. Did you miss that whole series? Yes. I had a pocket hippo for two months. I also went through like a series in my life where I like completely disconnected from social media because I like felt so consumed and overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and like comparing myself and judging myself. And like Mm -hmm. I was validating my success and my like validity as a human on the social media profiles. Yes. Mm -hmm. So there was like a multiple month period where I wouldn't post and I wouldn't go on because I just couldn't. Like compare myself to them anymore, and yeah. I'm like, I how need to be present. Yeah, like how do you find the balance when you know that so many people are watching and you have these networks, and you also are comparing yourself to other successful influencers? Mm-hmm. Do you set your own schedule, like your posting schedule? Everything, I do. Yeah, all the all that stuff that is Adley brand forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of that. A lot of business I have I have help on the back end or have hired help because I won't hand it over to anybody, um, but I'll hire somebody to have my best interest in mind. Yeah. But I've never had a manager. Yeah. That's the one thing that I don't trust anybody to represent me Same. more than I represent myself. Right. Unless I've known them for several years and they could answer every one of these questions the same way that I would. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then just going back to what Zach was saying, like how do you protect yourself? Because, you know, social media is great, but it, you know, it trolls can be, so can be mentally toxic. Yeah, mm. just horrible. Yeah. And like, it's always the the worst of us that are the most vocal. Like there was definitely online. Yeah. 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 I always have one suggestion to every like quote unquote celebrity that I meet when they talk about like reading their Instagram. I'm like, number one rule is never read the fucking comments. Like, (laughs) because that's where the trolls come out. People Mm -hmm. that like you, they will like your photo. And the comments, I mean, the comments yeah. and the haters will be the loudest ones. Yeah. yeah. So, but like, then if you're so representing a brand, you probably need to give feedback. Yeah. That's the thing is, well, I treat each platform differently. Like on, on Instagram, I respond to almost every comment for at least mm-hmm. the first day, day and a half type of thing. Um, in, 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 sometimes the negative ones, sometimes not so much. But there was one video I posted. I don't even remember which one it was because I let it Didn't go. So many, yeah. Um, but it... I, it rocked me so bad, the negative comments. It was like mm-hmm. all negative. And I called my publisher. I was like, 
you're gonna have to talk me through this one. Yeah. I don't do it anymore. Like this is yeah. this is either I'm not thick skinned enough for this, or you just got tell me what you know that I don't know yet. I would. I'm glad you handled it that way because I would have called him and be like, I need a pay raise. <laughs> I have to deal with these dicks. I need more money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, he, he would say make better videos because we get paid based oh, on the views. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make better videos and just stick it out. It's a, yeah. he t- reminded me of this yesterday. Um, he was like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So when th- things are great, mm. I like just want to keep going. I want to keep pouring fuel on the flame. He goes, nope. Do it this methodical way that we have. Yeah. And don't get ahead of yourself. And then every month is different. So I just have to remind myself. We are in this for the long haul. I'm not in it for the short-term gains, short-term trends. I want to be around for a long time. And that takes not wavering from brand. Mm-hmm. And especially as you're growing up, you learn what brand is. What I am today is very different than who I was, God, two years ago where I was yeah. still very music-centric. And somebody came up to me, and they were like, Ad. And they, they had a lot of influence in the industry. And they're like, Ad, you're great. And I, I think a lot of people want to help you. They just have no idea what you're trying to do. They don't know who you want to be. Do you know who you want to be? Do no. you know where you're going? And I honestly couldn't couldn't answer him. He goes, when you pick your lane and you have your message that they could think all these different things about Adley, but if they walk away and they tell their friend, she's the girl who does this. Yeah. She's this. Then you're going to have people rally around you. And I tell you, the week that I did that and started really focusing in, my life changed and it has continued to change and continue to get better. I have two things for you. First of all, if anybody asks you, asks me like, what does Adley do? I wouldn't know how to respond just because I like love you so much. I would be like, she just has a really fucking great heart. That's the best compliment I could ever ask. Yeah. I'm like, that's the answer all of you should give from here on out. That's what Zach just said. (laughs) And then second, you said that you plan on being here for a long time. So like Mm -hmm. ultimately what is your dream career like when you max out and you retire, where do you see your life being? I do this exercise with myself a lot, trying to say like, what it, what do I want to wake up in 10 years, 15 years and have my life look like? And then when I remember doing that two years ago, my life looks so different than those goals that I set two years ago. And for the better, they mm-hmm. out they beat what those goals were two years ago mm-hmm. completely. And I actually posted this right before I walked in here in my stories. It was a repost from somebody else that said, you don't have to know and stress out about, about what your life needs to look like 10 years from now. Because yeah. people get stuck there and then paralysis by analysis. They don't know anything because they don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. So they don't move. You just have to know what to do right now. What feels good right now? And the way that I figured that out, I think, was by tasting so many different things. Mm. So many different things. But I think that is the key to, like, creating longevity in the entertainment industry is, like, not really knowing what the end goal is, but accepting every positive opportunity as soon as it comes your way. And you're like, that feels good in my gut. Let's go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Does it align? And you have this overarching goal, right? This overarching why of I want to give people confidence in their own abilities and authenticity. Mm That that is my goal. By way, I of humor. wish more influencers were like you, and yeah. they didn't fit. And that because I think, unfortunately, the majority do it because you know for they want to be superficial famous. reasons. They want yeah, basically they mm-hmm. want to be famous. I just want to pay my rent. That's <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, I'll post whatever. Yeah, I love. Yeah. No, but you know it's like. 
they're posting about nothing and it's like it's there's very, a lot of that you yeah. know when you're like what 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 is it why am i why am i even looking at this or why is this appearing in my news feed like right and that it? offers no value to me for why i started following you in the first first place yeah. that's why we follow anybody that we follow is because of the value that they give us they motivate us so they make us laugh mm-hmm. or they give us some type of daily value that we hit subscribe for. i just feel mm-hmm. so powerful whenever i unfollow people on instagram <laughs> like I do whenever I see like influencers or like people that post things that I don't like I feel so much power yeah. whenever I unfollow or mute them I'm like you know what I never have to see this shit again watch me mm-hmm. I'm gonna thrive tomorrow <laughs> yeah. watch yeah. this oh! yeah. <laughs> like new decade new me who dis yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But and it's just controlling those inputs. Yeah, but there, I've done that to so many people too. Because you can't let, even though you need to keep following them for like political reasons, uh-huh. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But just I don't want to see their stuff. No, so you I think, don't. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I do find myself spending less time on social media because I'll get sucked in for a bit, and then I'm like, this isn't making me feel good. So I'm going to like step away mm-hmm. and yeah. watch. And the there's so much power in that. Better. I'm joking. So, so <laughs> much power in, in that. I think but when you just, know. Yeah. For me, the overarching goal is to give people permission if they feel like they need it or give them confidence in their authenticity and Mm -hmm. in their abilities. Whatever opportunity doesn't align with that or whatever messaging, whatever video doesn't align with that, say no. Yeah. Say no. Anything that is in line with that, then you don't do it. So I don't have to know where I'm going and going to be in 10 years. It's not this dangling carrot out there in the distance because I may Mm -hmm. never get that dangling carrot. Mm -hmm. And if I measure my life and my success and my joy by if I got that carrot or not, Mm -hmm. one, if you even get that carrot, Say it's a Grammy. You're up on that stage. You say the speech. Well, it doesn't then feel what's like what you thought there? it was going to feel like. And then you immediately Grammy. say what's next. Yeah. Your life didn't look any different than it did 24 don't hours ago. Don't you have a Grammy? It's, a, it's, a, Grammy it's from the Recording Academy as their one to watch award that they gave us. Um, they picked one artist. Sam Hunt. No. It, Izzy Hale. I mean, big no Sean. big deal. They picked, oh, yeah. yeah. It was just crazy. speaking of Grammys. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I still don't know. You how need that to write happened. your. They must have been girl. drinking on this show when they voted. <laughs> um, okay, so when this uh, podcast episode airs, it's going to be just after Valentine's, I think. Yeah. But while we're in the whole romance mode, I'm going to play a game with both of you. What's your favorite yes. sexual position? No, it's not that. I'm Do you l- use lube on the butt? Zach, just He's play the, the damn what? game. I'm, just I'm not answering your question. <laughs> okay, so the words are different in US to UK, so uh, so you need to translate snog, marry, or avoid. But it's called fuck, s- marry, kill. Oh, fuck, marry, kill. Oh, what do harsh. you say? Snog, marry, avoid. Fuck, marry, kill. Avoid. Yeah, that's or a very nice it. way to say kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and snog. Like snog, I feel like snug my grandma. Snog, S N O G, snog. S N O G, snog. That's like a making out session. Snog. Okay, that Snogging. reminds me of like snuggling my grandma while I'm watching like Hallmark mu- movies okay, and like lighting re- the Christmas tree. Le- okay, let's ah, rewrite ah, this game. Okay, what are we gonna fuck, marry, kill? Okay, you want to do? Okay, okay, so we'll do it with girls and boys. Oh, oh can't wait. Dang. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to start with the boys. Okay. Oh, okay. This is my alley. <laughs> Zach and I are fighting. Okay. Okay. Fuck, marry, kill. Kenny Chesney, Blake Shelton, Ryan Hurd. Oh, God. This is oh. very easy to me. Okay, so the F1 first. Um, I would fuck Ryan Hurd. I would marry Blake Shelton because I feel like he's just like genuinely a good human. Mm-hmm. And then I would kill Kenny Chesney. Oh, my God. My answer is the same. 
<laughs> okay. And then we'll do the chicks. Miranda Lambert, Dolly Parton, Carrie Underwood. Yeah. I don't want to kill any of them. Yeah. I do. Okay. Oh, <laughs> That's very easy again is I would fucking kill Miranda Lambert. She's a fucking dick and she throws salads at people at restaurants. What? Okay, I feel like bad. there's a story there. Yeah, I know, there yeah. Y'all didn't see that? <laughs> no. She has the worst anger problems. Then I would clearly marry Dolly Parton because she... Uh, see, I'm marrying these people not based on, like, sexual habits. I'm marrying just, them based yeah. on their heart. And so, like, companionship. I... Life yeah. Companionship. Can we throw Reba in there and we just all marry Reba? Um, no, I would still marry Dolly over Reba. Mm. Because I feel like she's the one person in my life that I have to meet before she dies. Yeah. I was going to say meet before I die, but clearly... I... <laughs> I was thinking she might outlive you. <laughs> okay, so you're sleeping with Carrie Underwood then? Yeah, she's hot. Like, I might put in every hole she has. <laughs> <laughs> Adley, you're following that one? I don't want to. You have to. Uh, I'm just going to be... I'm just going to be like a Mormon and have all the wives. Oh, sister oh, wives. Yeah, I'm Good changing. Answer. Yeah. Good answer. That's what I'm going to do. You can be a scissor sister to all of them if you want. I will take it. That's my, that's my default answer. <laughs> <laughs> so like next time you're on Jimmy Fallon and he asks you that, you can be like, I'm just going to be a scissor sister to all of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love this. That, yeah. That was easy. And, okay. Let's ask you the same question. Oh, yes. Okay. I have oh. three boys in mind. Okay. Oh, different different fellas. Different men. Okay. And are we doing snog, marry, avoid because I'm British? Fuck, marry, kill. Fuck, marry, kill. I don't know British States. people, though. <laughs> okay. Fuck, marry, kill. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I'm saying Zac Efron. Okay. Mm. Ryan Reynolds. I was going to say Ryan, too. <laughs> Duh. And Liam Hemsworth. Oh, that's... Mm, what? I mean, Go ahead, can I, Gabby. Can I, can I not have three three husbands? You can, but you can only choose to be Look, a kill. sister wife in one of the gender options. Okay. Wait, Ryan Reynolds. Which one's Ryan Reynolds again? Deadpool. Oh, oh. Lake Lively. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a babe. Zac Efron, I'd probably have to kill him. What? Wait, I would lick one? every centimeter of that man's body, like Wait. to <laughs> the point. There was Zac Efron, Ryan Reynolds, and Liam, Liam Hensworth. Correct. I hold personal I'd grudges. I'd marry Ryan. Yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, marry Ryan. That's like default in the bag. Yeah, yeah, and then I'd sleep with Hemsworth, and I'd sorry Zac Efron, you gotta go. No, Bye. I would swap your Liam and your same. Yeah. I only would Liam swap them because I'm a total, total like completely Cyrus family stan. So the oh. fact that he was with Miley and they didn't last, that I feel like there's something wrong with him because Miley is my actual soulmate. Mm. So, <laughs> okay, then. okay, females, are you ready? Deep. We're going deep. Yeah. Mariah Carey, <laughs> okay. Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift. Oh, I'd marry Taylor after watching a documentary. I know, and she's yeah. so rich. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't even think of that. But yeah, I did yes. not expect that. that was great. I uh, I yeah. I watched that documentary on was it Miss Americana on yeah, Netflix? Yeah, and, and I ended up really liking her. Afterwards. I cried. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'd marry her. I would sleep with Katy Perry, and then right, Gary, you got to go off that cliff. Bye. I would agree with these. I would agree with these, I Gabby. Too. And I don't know what it is even about Mariah. I think I just don't know enough. I'm not as attached to oh, Mariah I think Carey she'd as be, I am. Maybe the I think she'd be exhausted. She'd after, be the biggest diva bitch. Do you remember her singing at like Rockin' New Year's Eve like three years ago? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, uh. 
Christmas. That's how she sang. And then she was that like, doesn't mean she'd be a terrible I wife. Mean, no. And then she was like, this is tragic. I need some tea. <laughs> Diva. At least she called it. Because it was. <laughs> Straight shooter. Yeah. <laughs> tragic. Uh, Adley, thank you so much for coming on Straight Out of Nashville. It's been an absolute blast. Yeah. We um, love you so much. Yeah. Can we like do this every night? This okay. is great. Yeah. This is so fun. Thank you guys for having me. I definitely think that we need to get your pal on again, Zach. She was great. I love her. Like, she's just so fun. She is so, totally fun. I'm yeah. like, come on with us, sis. Yeah, yeah. Guys, uh, that's pretty much it for Straight Out of Nashville this week. Quick reminder, if you haven't sponsored either Zach or myself yet for the live Clue event that's happening in Nashville on April 11th at East Ivy Mansion. That's right. Where I am playing Yvette, the French maid. And I'm playing Wadsworth, the butler. Yeah. Uh, and I the- will say, though, really quickly that you and I are in fir- like first and second place for the most fun to raise. Yeah, no prizes for guessing who's first in the fundraising. <laughs> <laughs> but I like just love you guys for supporting us yes. and supporting this cause. So thank you for being there. And if you haven't already, we would love it so, so much if you would support either of us because the money goes to the cause either way. Yes. Uh, to, just to recap in case you missed last week's show, this is for True You Tennessee. Correct. So they are building the first foster home in the south that is especially for lgbtq children so many kids that are gay or trans are either thrown out by their biological families because of their sexuality or they're not taken in by the foster parents because they're you know lgbtq and you know what's really messed up about the state of tennessee right now is that Mm. the governor actually put in this law that state-funded agencies are allowed legally to forbid lgbt families from fostering these children so what an absolute bellend yeah so (laughs) the fact that my gay ass money is good enough to support your funds but i can't adopt these children is so messed up to me so that's why i'm so passionate about this cause of like we're gonna build this house that these children will have a home no matter what yeah the sad part to me though is like is the founder of true you tennessee told me this like statistic that there's like three to four percent of americans are lgbtqia plus and over 45% of the homeless population is LGBTQI In America. Yeah. So why do we make up such a small population, yet yeah. we make up such a large percentage of the homeless population? Like, that it's, is so sad to it me. It needs to change, basically. Yeah. And so if you sponsor either Zach or myself, if you head to Straight Out of Nashville's social media pages, all the links are on there. Do your bit for making that change. Exactly. Do your bit. Whether you like us or not, yeah, <laughs> please sponsor us. <laughs> but I also do want to say, like, shout out to everybody that's given us given us like really great reviews and everything mm-hmm. on uh, iTunes because I scrolled through the other day and we have like thirty five like five star reviews. We have another podcast that's listening to us that like sent us a comment. All of these things, so like, thank you for that's being cool. part of the family and loving us and supporting us. We're right there with you and we love mm-hmm. you back, boo. That's right. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week, fam. (laughs)